Hi, this is Mike. I was just calling to see if that job that you offered was still available. Yes. The security guard. I will take anything. I will work and you will sleep. I understand. Give me your hand. In the 80s, kids went missing. The police searched Freddy's top to bottom. Hello? They never found them. It's why the place shut down. There are ghost children possessing giant robots. Thanks for the heads up. A down-on-his-luck security guard must take a job watching over an abandoned children's-themed pizza parlor, complete with decrepit animatronic characters. Soon he discovers that there is a dark secret surrounding the restaurant that may put him in grave danger. Hey everyone, welcome back to Clubhouse Movies Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Robocaba, joined once again by Mr. Abel Panetta, and today we are going to review Five Nights at Freddy's, directed by Emma Tammy. Welcome, boys and girls. Let's eat pizza, play games, and never leave. <laughs> All right, Five Nights at Freddy's. This has been a hot movie coming. Yeah, uh, a lot of people were talking about I actually got... Uh, lucky enough to see it in theaters uh, opening night nice. and and i have a story for that as well oh wow okay it or i was not. just stoked that i got to see it at home but it was a full house people watching okay. it people were dressed in like security guard garbs and like purple clothes. oh really uh and uh I, and I have another thing i also went to halloween horror nights this year and they had the actual animatronic robots they're all apparently done by the jim oh, henson no people way. yeah so that's a huge plus for this movie dude that's awesome yeah those things were were terrifying really like, good they looking were so creepy dude okay so yes they were creepy they were terrifying but they were also sad and they were also cute and cuddly yeah like <laughs> how how could they emote that like when it's a horror movie. it's a slasher it's so weird i'm like the murderous robots with hearts of gold and what? i will say i know absolutely nothing about the five nights of freddy's lore i've never read the yeah. books nor nor do i care about yeah it. i I kind of was, I'm, I was kind of glad that that's how I approached the movie too. I was like hoping you were in the same boat. I know we can talk about this pre-show, but I think talking about it during the show is even better because I really was like, was like just taken aback by it. I'm just watching it going, I know nothing about this whatsoever. I'm really in it. This is going to be good. Yeah. Um, from what I do know is that, the, you know, the, the way the game works, it's that you're, and I think I have played the first one because of like, you know, everyone, everyone played at some point, right? Yeah, and uh, you're a security guard, and you're just going back checking security cameras and trying to stop them from your bay. And uh, when uh, the main character there, uh, Mike, is there at the uh, security thing, yeah, like they have the layout with the screens, you know, and looking at it, and so cool. and it it it, it works. Uh, and I actually think that the motivations for everyone in this, like. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's like the greatest movie of all time, right? No, I'm no. still, I'm, you know, spoiler, I'm going to give it about a B, right? You know, but it was fun. <laughs> it was a good B, right? Well earned, a good B. well earned B. I'm not in a hurry, yeah. but I feel like it was a good B. You know, it's a good. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like the B, and I'm right there with you, man. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to hang out. <laughs> spoiler, um, yeah. um, I was watching it, and I'm like, you know what? I didn't feel like, eh, maybe it's a B. It was like, that is solid. That is like well deserved for a first go at this. And, and I'm gonna kind of compare it briefly to another movie. Let's say 
children's themed or maybe PG-13 yeah. themed horror movie that came out within the last, I don't know, season, let's say. But uh, if I compare this first act to the Haunted Mansion first act, yeah. the Haunted Mansion first act was completely all over the place. I didn't know what was happening. Dude, that talk about clunky. I mean, this the plot to this one what was a little hit or miss every now and again, but things still made sense in retrospect when it would happen. And, when you're watching, when I was watching a haunted mansion, I'm just like, I'm like, did I skip a lot of this movie? Yeah, I mean, I'm it, sitting here watching it. It felt like you were jumping through time in a weird way. Yeah. Um, but okay, so and it, we'll we'll get into the the plot through this also because it, it kind of A's to B's to C's here because the okay the movie does start with the prologue where a yeah I it, it appears to have been a former security guard being attacked by the robots. Yeah. Right, uh, man, it started off really good, really good, <laughs> almost like saw, like saw, like these yeah. these robots have saw traps in them. Mm-hmm. Right where they where they contain you and they contain your ghost like spooky spooky yeah uh, stuff going on and, and they're Horcrux yeah ah, Harry Potter reference finally I know right <laughs> here uh dinner dinner <laughs> winner winner <laughs> chicken dinner my brain dude yeah. I am so dude, tired I, I said today it backwards with you man <laughs> I am so tired it, I am frazzled uh, I know for you it's like what what is it it's four something over there well it's, it's f- like it's like almost eight over four here, yeah. something running on zero sleep ten hours of work yeah. and then. Building this okay. Anyway, that's 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 it's, neither here nor neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the prologue is the security guard. But the other here's the thing I'm kind of going to bring up right now. Uh, I know the Five Nights at Freddy's games, and, and and then when the twos and threes came out, there was a lot of commentary on them. Some of mm-hmm. them were prequels, and some of them were sequels. So okay. like you really know where you know, you really don't know where you are in the timeline. So okay. after watching them, it was like maybe the the prologue was actually like in the future and it happened after the events of this. You know, oh. you can think of it that way, or maybe it happened like Look. before. You know, in the seventy. You know, yeah. I, there's, there's ways of thinking about this, right? Yeah. But 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 it is a cold opening. It really doesn't have anything to do with the main plot. But you just know yeah. that there's danger afoot early on. Yeah, it just in, sets the pace. In That's this, what it does. In this spooky abandoned. Chuck E. Cheese-esque restaurant. And let me build on that real quick because as a kid, I'm sure you remember this too. Back when we were kids, Chuck E. Cheese had the animatronics. And then I thought those things were creepy. So for me, it was in a weird way, kind of like this awesome moment to get to see the Chuck E. Cheese-esque animatronics actually do what I thought they were going to do in the real world. (laughs) Well, and there's another thing to it is like I, I I thought they were creepy too. I don't think I was necessarily scared of them, but um, yeah, I was never attracted to them. And 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 no, and going no way. And and then also like thinking about like you ever go to Disneyland and just the Mickey Mouse guy in the in the costume. Like I don't. I, I've never been like, oh, I'm gonna go hug Mickey. Like <laughs> you know. I mean, for me, the only one where I was like, oh, I want to go hug that one was Pluto. Oh, it was Pluto, dog. the dog. Pluto. Yeah, Pluto. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Was all everybody else. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. That's weird. <laughs> do you ever hear the what do you call it? The um, the urban legend or the 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 belief is that uh, Donald Duck is actually a PTSD war veteran, and that's why he like is always he's wearing angry. He's always angry, but he's always wearing the sailor's outfit. And, oh, and he's always like, <laughs> you know, because like, yeah, he got like his throat burned out or something. <laughs> I've never heard that, but that's pretty cool. It's pretty I'm, dark. I'm down for that. I'm down for that one when we're talking about this. <laughs> he, he's secretly Popeye. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yes, because even he even gears up to fight like Popeye. 
Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't do it now, but back in the day when you'd watch the show, he'd for sure be gearing up to fist fight everybody. <laughs> okay, Josh Hutcherson. Josh Hutcherson. Josh yeah. Hutcherson is Mike. Almost Josh Hartnett. No, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> He's uh, the other love interest from Hunger Games. That's where I remember him. Oh, right, yeah. He was the one who was the the triangle that nobody, that, that probably would win. What was his nobody name, like one. Panini or something? I don't know, something weird. Yeah, like. it was something like Panini. Or, or, or <laughs> I'm I, not kidding. I don't pasta, know what his name was. Penny or like not Penny the cat. Oh, there go. Uh, oh nice. yeah, you're right. You have a dumb name. Maybe you can look it up really fast. Yeah, let's see this thing. <laughs> I just remember. Yeah, what, what's her name? The girl. Uh, I didn't prep for this at all. Whoever played Katniss, I just remember her like Panini, <laughs> Panini. <laughs> and and then remember when he dressed himself up with cake batter as a tree. <laughs> Oh, dude, that was so weird. He's and like, he was he's so good at camouflage. He's like, so he, 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 he just dude. see his face looking like Swamp Thing, and he's like, "Hey, it's me, Panini." Dude, it's, I saw all three of those movies. I think in one sitting because I'd never seen them, and I sat with my wife, and she's like, "You have to watch these." That that was a so, trilogy of uh, that maybe, was a weird maybe quadrilogy movies. because the last one was like a two point five or thing. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really the point five. It wasn't even a full movie. Yeah, uh, but. <laughs> I'm curious to figure out what his name was. What, what is the name of the movies again? Oh, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. The first one was just Hunger Games, and that was the one we're talking about. But his name was, yeah, yeah. you're right. It was like Panini or Magic. It was uh, PETA. PETA. <laughs> PETA, get off here. What? PETA. I went, I Shut like, up, Lois. Here I am. I was thinking Italian, but it's Greek. <laughs> oh, the irony. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Marcus is Greek. Yeah, really. Uh, Half anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, Josh Hutcherson oh, of of Hunger Games fame is the would be security guard, and he's taking care of his of his um now younger sister. Yeah, his younger sister, but semi orphan. Maybe the dad just ran out. Uh, yeah, yeah. From we get to know that, yeah, the dad just couldn't handle couldn't it. couldn't like, handle. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get into it. But so why I say this is better than Haunted Mansion is because we kind of go in from a from a prologue to kind of a cold open like vignette story where he wakes up and he's got this dream book with him and he's talking to his buddy about dreams. And this is a motif that goes throughout the movie where he's actually trying to trying to go like inception his own mind. And and you know what? That scene, I don't know. I don't know about you, but the, not the, not just the color palette, but the way it was shot kind of reminded me of the shining with Jack Nicholson talking to the, uh, to the owner of the shop of the, of the hotel. You know what? Maybe not this, the, this scene in particular, but definitely when we meet Matthew Lillard. Yeah. I, I, oh. I definitely got that vibe. Uh, I did too. And that that that's one of the the callbacks that, that we'll get to in this movie. Yeah. Especially as it includes Matthew Lillard. Yeah, um, I was so stoked when I saw him. <laughs> I was like, why am I happy here? Yeah. <laughs> uh never say I'll be right back. Anyway. Uh-huh. Uh so so there there he's at the security guard, he's getting some ice cream, and he sees a little kid like all by himself as he's getting ice cream. And then he sees like some dude like walking and grab him. We got this new flavor, rainbow explosion. And then yeah. he starts chasing the dude with the kid, and then he just beats the crap out of him into a yeah, water like, tackles fountain. Tackles him into a yeah into a water fountain, and then it just starts mailing his face. Hey! Yeah, and this is where we meet Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Uh, who is the career counselor uh, for this uh, career firm? Um, yeah, His name is Steve Raglan in this movie. Steve, Such a weird name, Steve Raglan. Yeah, I don't know why he went off Steve Raglan. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know either, but but this is the scene that definitely reminded me of The Shining with uh, the 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 uh, at the Altman uh, office yeah. where where uh he tells him, you know, you you're, you just keep screwing everything up. You got no job. You got no this, and you got no that, you know. Uh, yeah. and then he realizes his name is Mike something something. I forget the last name. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, well maybe maybe I got this one job. It's, well, it's nights and the pay sucks." So like, I don't know. He's like, "Well, I can't work nights. I got to take care of my sister." It's a security gig. Full disclosure, it's not great, right? High turnover, that's what we call in the business, but you get to be your own boss, sort of. And you only have to worry about one thing, keeping people out. Uh, and then uh, he's like, I don't Island want it. And gives him a, a card. Yeah, if you change your mind, yeah. give me a call. Give me a call. This is, <laughs> yeah. this is Josh Hutcherson and... Uh, just for Matthew Lillard. I just forgot his name. I said his name a yeah. second ago. Matthew Lillard. Okay. So then we find out that his, uh, his sister is much younger than him mm-hmm. and she seems like autistic or just kind of yeah. a little different just out there. Yeah. yeah. Kind of spacey. Um, and then also his aunt is trying to take full custody yeah. of the sister. Okay. And then, uh, Aunt Jane, Aunt Jane, her name. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, while he works, he has this babysitter, uh, Max, uh, who, yeah. who watches the kid for free. And I remember like watching this. I'm like, oh, Max, like you're doing this for free? So nice of you. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> plot device. Yeah. Uh, the moment she came in, I was like, I get it. Yeah. Something's, something's <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so once he finds out that his aunt is trying to take custody and, and then they're, they got the school involved and everything, and then they got the sleazy lawyer uh, guy. Yeah. Who who who's, who's a, who may be the only funny absolute funny character in this movie? Yeah, uh, and you know he's got <laughs> shouldn't like, even be here. He's yeah, he's got some funny looks. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of uh, the guy in Office Space with the red stapler. Oh yeah, <laughs> stapler, like stapler. Steven Root in stapler, Office Space. Stapler. Yeah, um, dude, all too well. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mike Judge, another another so another classic there. Anyway, and talking about talking about a printer. <laughs> Damn those printers. Yeah, I just beat the crap out of the it. Rage. Uh, okay, so once he finds out that all this is going on, and the principal of the school is just like, "What you should do is get a job," because that's 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 first and foremost the most important part of this whole equation. Get a job, you know. Uh, there you go. That's when he decides to call Matthew Lillard, and uh, he goes to the titular. I don't know if I've used that word right, but I used it right the first time, but in other times I've used it. No, I guess you... Uh, it's the title of the movie. Context. Yeah. T- Titular. Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's uh, Pizzeria. Uh, it's, what's called? Freddy's Fazbear? Freddy Fazbear. Freddy Fazbear. Yeah. Waka, waka, waka. Whatever. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was like, please, please have that be a nod. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. Uh, anyway, uh, so he goes and Matthew Lillard's on the phone. He's like, you got to do this and you got to do that. And uh, you got to do that. Um, and uh, while he's there, speaking of the the shining, he seems to have a psychic connection to this place. Yeah, because as he's there, his dreams become a lot more vivid. And we learn, yeah. uh, like we were talking about the dream book, is that he's trying to inception himself and go into his dreams yeah. and find details of when his kid brother was abducted in the forest. Yeah, because he apparently he has this book that reads about a concept where. Whatever you see, whenever you see it, however you see it, in any which way or fashion, your brain, your mind will capture every minute detail and every grand detail. So if you're able to relive relive that dream, which is just also a freaking a feat unto itself, 
how the hell is he doing that? Um, you can peel back the onion layers, as we say. Yes. Huh. There you go. Knowledge is power. It's an onion. It's got layers. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> he just bit into a raw onion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So so uh, uh, he's there, and uh, he kind of hears. This is the first night, and I wrote down all the nights because yeah. it is five nights by the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, this is the first night he he can see more in his dream, and now in his in his dreams where he's trying to recall the events from that night, and he mm-hmm. actually listens to like forest music. And because uh, it, it he looks it, at a picture of Nebraska. Yeah, he's so he's trying to recreate everything even before he goes to sleep, right? Yeah. But now when he goes in the forest in his dreams during Inception, there are these creepy kids now that oh, were not there bruh. in the beginning. Dude, those kids freaked me out, man. You know what? They, children of the Corn scarring me. Yeah, Children of the Corn. And then have you ever seen um, Sinister? Have you ever seen Sinister? Yes. Do you remember dude. the creepy kids in Sinister? Screw that freaking movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> I made the movies whole now. Uh, anyway, yeah. So they remind, they remind me of the creepy kids and sisters, some children yeah. of the corn stuff going on. And and the thing about it, this was broad daylight too. So like they're able yeah. to keep also another we, another crazy difference between this and the haunted mansion was I could actually see this movie. It was, <laughs> was well color graded and lit. <sighs> yeah, and I did like the purples and the green, the dark scenes. Um, and it, it did it did capture like you know what this uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yeah. place would look like you know for, i don't know about you but like for me because obviously i have i have two kids and i take them to chuck e cheese all the time and it was i i still love it now it's just easier but you can like when i was watching this i'm like wow whoever did the production for all this like stuff around here knows what it is spent some time in all these things definitely lived in the 80s and enjoyed this because i could smell that place it was wild <laughs> Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese was uh, my time was when back when NES was a thing. So they had like the, the original Mario, the original Duck Hunt, yeah. and they had all that crap. Uh, and that was, I don't know, that was a lot of fun. And I, I, what I is, man, the ball pit before they were like, oh, germs, yeah, the ball pit. germs and kitty uh, cats would go and poop in it. Remember, remember <laughs> sand pits, like dude, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go play in the sand. Any place that has sand pits now, I'm like, my children are nowhere near. It. I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, stay away. That's gross. <laughs> I, I think even like my time, you know, during like the eighties was still yeah. like sand pits or, or cesspools and just get rid of it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. It's bad. It's um, bad. but anyway, uh, this is where we see like the video game mechanic of him pushing the button and then like, you know, yeah. Starting it up. Yeah. Starting it up and getting everything to work. Um, but you know, the big, the big takeaway here is that somehow his dreams are being affected by this and then that, that's all on the first night so then then, yeah. then then the next day happens and this is where we learned that max the babysitter is actually in cahoots with the ant right yes and and they hate each other so not not max and the ant but the ant just i don't know if we covered that but she really hates mike like just for no reason calls him a drug addict and all this stuff the dude's just tired and goes to work <laughs> That's yeah, all he does. Yeah, he's this, just us. This woman—I don't know if it's the same actress, but she reminds me a lot of uh, of Ed Helms's uh, fiance in the first Hangover. You remember, like he had a really—oh like, yeah—he had a really evil fiance. Well, let's, let's see. Let's see. I'm pulling her up right now. Let's see. Her name is what is her name? Her name is. Uh, I just had it up, but I'm looking through to see Mary Stephen Masterson. Okay, no, I don't think she... No, she's not in here. Okay, Mary Stewart Masterson. 
Nope. I looked at her filmography. She is not there. Okay. But anyway, yeah, she just, yeah. <laughs> tangent. She just reminds me of, uh, of just angry woman. Uh, yeah, she's mad all she, the time. She's mad. And then, uh, her, her lawyer are, are sitting at like a, a Denny's. But okay. Yeah. Uh, here's a, here's a, here's something that I didn't quite understand. And maybe this is a nod to the video game. Okay. But there was a, uh, overzealous waiter who's like, you know, lunch is, lunch is the most important meal of the day. You got to eat. You, yeah. you got to get your nutrition. It's so good. And I just yeah, kind of out of nowhere. And I kind of thought in my brain, like this is just kind of a quirky character, like quirky character. But yeah. the audience was gut busting laughing, like it was like a like an inside gag. So if anybody knows if this was actually okay. part of the story, just comment uh, on the video. Comment on I, the I video. Know. <laughs> right. Um. So anyway, uh, they they devise a plan to break it because they want him to lose his job, so so the aunt can get custody. So they're gonna yeah. break in. And and just destroy yeah, that place. So we, and I, we forget to mention that also Max has a brother, who's who's in on this. He he wants to to cause maximum <laughs> maximum damage. What's this guy's name? I don't even know where. Well, 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 oh, is it Hank? Oh yeah, Hank. So Hank, they're in the they're in the restaurant together. They're, oh, Hank like, or one of uh, yeah, one of these guys because they were it was it wasn't just the brother. It was like a gang. Of, yeah, uh, well, of, well of, the restaurant it was only the brother talking to. Um, talking to the, the aunt and the lawyer. Yeah. That, that's when the lawyer's like, I shouldn't be hearing this. This is all, <laughs> this is all dangerous. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so the babysitter, Max, her brother and the gang decided to go during the day. Once, yep. uh, once, uh, Mike has left. Um, and yeah. then they can pretty much trash uh, the place, trash the place up. Uh, and they do. And then, um, they, they have a pretty good, like aliens, like, <laughs> like scene where they're in there. And the place is all decrepit and like they all get attacked one by one. Yeah. Um, and then when I saw this in theaters, there was a complete blackout. The entire uh, Rolling Hills town center died. It was like, Whoa. and the whole thing was like dead, like pitch black. And it was like, <gasps> like freaking yeah. out. Holy crap. And it happened like at that scene, like the actual like scary like scene, like yeah. and it was like actually happening like in the movie where the lights are going out and all these people being attacked by robots. Yeah. Uh, and there, it, the lights when I saw it were actually out for twenty minutes. No way. Yeah, and they were saying like you can leave and get like your money back, or you can come back, you know, or you can just wait and see if the power comes back online. Yeah. It eventually did, but okay. they like, but but I missed a little bit. Not, you know, thank God it's on Peacock. I was able to see the uh, the director's cut. <laughs> the yeah. Scene, the, the scene that I missed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, but Max was bifurcated. <laughs> By, by uh, something <laughs> like she was cut in half, dude. Yeah, so she she. I, I, I she missed a bifurcation kid. in theaters. So so what happened is yeah, I don't know if you saw it, but she, she saw a little kid. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So she yeah she came in after one guy got taken out in a storeroom. Her brother got taken out um a little before that, and then or a little after that, he was running down dropping coins like a freaking like Sonic. It was hilarious. Um, so literally leading his own trail to death. And and then she sees a kid run into a hallway, and she's like, "Hey, kid!" You know, he's like, "Hey, follow me." One of the kids from the forest, me. by the way. Yes, one of the kids from the forest and the dream. It's now in uh, the pizzeria. That Mike is having is now is now you know in have, conversing with real life people. Yeah. So he runs into this room, this ghost kid, and she goes in there after him, and she sees uh, Freddy Fazbear or Fazbear, whatever, standing there, and she's like, "Oh, he's like, I'm in here. You'll never see me." Or something like that. And yeah. You're like, no way. No way. She goes up, and all we see is a silhouette of this happen. She goes in, looks in, 
and all of a sudden it cuts to the silhouette and the shadow and she is lopped in half. Yes, totally bifurcated. Yeah. And and I don't know if it's all practical effects, but definitely the the practical effects in this movie sell it. Like it looks Dude, real. So fantastic. Well done, man. So you know, and I think like a lot of the reason why a lot of people aren't liking movies these days is because the CG is just turning it into like do you remember the Mind's Eye? Do you ever see the Mind's Eye movies back in the early like nineties? No. Back when computer animation was a thing, people would just buy like computer animation like movies just for the sake of like the clips of computer animation stuff. Yeah, I, I do remember that, but no, no, I don't remember. Okay, Mind's so Eye. so so there's so much CG now in movies. I think I think people now just assume they're watching a cartoon. You know? Yeah, that's true. And it gives but, people and- uh, uncanny valley vibes for the entire thing. Uh, and since true. everything yeah, was, I, I agree. And since everything was practical, um, with these characters, and then, like I said, I saw them at uh, the actual ones at uh, Halloween Horror Nights. They also had uh, Megan, the Megan doll. At Dude, Halloween you Horror sent Nights. me a picture of that. Yeah, I was like, no way. They had the Megan doll, and you know what else they had? I don't know if I sent you this picture too, but they also had uh, the uh, the evil face guy, uh, played by Ethan Hawke uh, from the Black oh, Phone. You did yeah, Dude, that was. That face mask is a work of art. It's crazy. These are all Blumhouse uh, movies and releases, yeah. and they're all practical. You know, they're all real. They're all tangible, and like even the uh, you know, I th- I'm not sure if Conjuring is Blumhouse or not. I don't think it is. Man, I think about it, but no, I think it's A24 or something. No, it's New Line. That's what it is. New Line, New Line, Warner Brothers, whatever. But uh, but the Annabelle doll, pretty creepy to look at too. You know. Yeah. No thanks, dude. So so you know they, they should have a oh, and, and then at the Halloween Horror Nights, what they actually did, they have a show where uh, the Annabelles. Uh, had a oh had, yeah, had, yeah not, no, they not, all have like a dance off yeah not Annabelle's the other one uh, the Megans they all have a dance off yeah. <laughs> they all like yeah. they all like break dance that's uh, weird yeah it, but it was it was fun I, I I always like Halloween Horror Nights get the fast pass yeah. don't don't wait 190 minutes in line to in essence wait in line one thing. but anyway crazy. she gets bifurcated and then uh, I forget to say that but this is actually the uh, the third night we're coming into because he met the cop girl he, yes he met Officer Vanessa something uh, Officer Vanessa. Right, uh, the first night, but she just introduced herself and was really cryptic. So now, yeah. uh, she goes to Mike's house and say that told her that the place is ransacked. You should have locked the door. Um, you have to clean up next time you come. But now, apparently, uh, Max's babysitter is gone for some reason. <laughs> unbeknownst, yeah. unbeknownst to Max, so he yeah. has to bring her, uh, bring uh the the kid with him. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Uh, Abby. Bring Abby with her. Yeah, Abby. Uh, and uh, to the next night. And uh, he tells uh, Vanessa, the cop, uh, the story of how his brother went missing, and he's always trying to figure out, like, because because she found the 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 sleeping medication, it's, you know, because he saw it happen. You can't tell him it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't tell me this didn't happen. I saw it happen. <laughs> ah, so but, great. But, but 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 Romulus is out there. Don't tell me it didn't happen. I saw it happen. Uh, <laughs> by people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eric Bannon, where have you been? Where were you? Dude, where you? He made his money and left. He's a smart man. I don't know. We'll talk about it. But anyway, uh, <laughs> the other uh, thing that happened. Uh, okay. So th- th- then he brings the kid. She brings, she builds a little teepee in his office and then he mm-hmm. cleans up the mess. And this is the third night, right? Yeah. And then uh, this is where uh, he dreams again after he cleans up and then he starts kind of talking to them. Then he wakes up. Abby's gone from her teepee. Yeah, and he yeah. finds her, and then she's playing with all the animatronic she, robots. Oh, she, he, he hears her screaming, yeah. and he comes up, and then Fosbear turns around to like murder him, and you hear Abs go, "No, no, he's my brother," and you're like, "Oh, what?" And they're like, "Yeah, they were gonna tickle me to death." I'm like, "What?" 
Okay, Mike. They just want to play. We have to go home now. Come on. Hold on. They really like pictures. <laughs> Tickle me Elmo right there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no thanks, man. And and I think that this actually helped sell the movie. Like, I, I liked, I kind of liked it as it was going along anyway, right? But yeah. the fact that these characters are actually sympathetic and not just evil, uh, they yeah. are pretty much brainwashed kids. Uh, and at what's heart. funny is I wrote the line. I, I was so confused watching this movie. I wrote in my notes: sentient animatronics with murderous tendencies and hearts of gold. What is happening right now? Oh. <laughs> uh yeah and then then that the, he's just like okay time to go and then they leave like pretty much yeah i think it was, yeah, it was so weird i think this is the night that they just left right yeah they they were able to leave and i think that was um so they were going into night four and vanessa meets them outside and she tells him if you bring her back i will kill you nope there was one more night before one this. more so this is we are going into the fourth night but on the fourth okay. night, Vanessa is there. Uh, I forgot. I forgot. Oh, I forgot why she came. Yeah. But this is where they have like the pizza party. Like this yeah, is so, where. So she was. She was there before they arrived. Yeah, she was there when they arrived, and and they actually like somehow she's in on this. Like somehow we don't know how she's. She's always weird, weird and vague about it. But she was a cop. She is a cop. I actually thought for a while she wasn't a cop, and she was acting like one. But she's definitely in on it. We don't know how. But she does mention like kids disappeared. But she's still like not like telling like. Uh, She's not telling Mike the whole story. And, you know, yeah. and to me, there's also a thing where a conversation would have helped, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, an yeah. honest a conversation, conversation would have, would have solved a lot of problems this in this market. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it would have helped even though the, the everybody's, but I guess I can yeah. understand why it didn't happen. And we'll get into that as time goes on. But, uh, since Vanessa is there, Abby's there, Mike is there. They literally have a party with the robots and they have like, they have like a robot party and they build so like a fort thing. and they're dancing and everything is great. And then one of them yeah. falls down and then does, does the thumbs up. And I bet that's a Terminator reference because when Dude. As soon as I saw that, I was like, that is Terminator. <laughs> um, and and uh Mike's Mike is not completely sold. Like he he's always like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. And he's always trying to figure out like what's going on in his dreams and everything, and like he just knows something is wrong. Yeah. And then that's also when we see the uh like laying down the ground, like kind of like a broken robot. It's like, don't yeah. touch the robot. And then she like she touches yeah, it with so it's Vanessa, it's Vanessa and uh what is Mike. It? Mike hanging out in the storeroom. Yeah, like the back room or something. Yeah. And then like Vanessa, like, yeah, don't uh don't get too close to it because they all have like switches on them to keep like the person like inside the the robot, like so they don't fall out of it or something. And then she touches it and like the saw trap goes off like on the on a broomstick handle. Like, yeah, and just breaks snaps it. the broomstick handle. Like, yeah, like nothing. Like, 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 like a bear and, trap inside the Yeah. The, and and he and Mike freaks out as it as like as any normal person would, which 
which is ridiculous. It actually took me a bit out of the movie because it was so realistic. The way he reacted was like, you mean she could have come over here and actually been hurt if she had touched this? I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. This was a slasher movie. What's happening here? <laughs> and I, I think Mike's stakes were maybe the dream inception stuff that he was working on. You know, a little fantasy yeah. element there, but it you know, works for this story. But I get it. Like this dude's trying to support his family. Even the... Yeah. Even the uh, the crooked like uh, the crooked babysitter was like, yeah, he's actually nice to her. <laughs> to yeah, his, to his bro- to yeah, his sister. Before she got lopped in half, she was defending him. Yeah, she <laughs> was. So she crazy. wasn't like a bad person. She just was in a bad circumstance. Uh, yeah. I think. Um, but then she was fifty fifty on the situation, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm here all week. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Penny. Yeah, she's not happy. She doesn't like the, the puns. Uh, anyway, uh, so they go back on the main stage, and uh, yeah. and uh, Fazbear, uh, Freddy, he's like, he has this electric guitar, right? And then Abby's like about to strum it while he's like strumming it, and she's like, look at me strum the electric guitar. Yeah. And then Vanessa's like, no, 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 no! and she strums it, and then she yeah. gets electrocuted. Like she gets electrocuted like Jurassic Park style, where she like flies like like yeah. far away. Dude, and gets that's knocked exactly out. what I thought. It was straight up Jurassic Park. Even from the lopping in half, I was like Jurassic Park. She reacts on the guy in the toilet, and then she strums that strums that thing, and I'm just like Jurassic Park. The kid touching the freaking fence. I'm yeah, like, this is it. There were a lot of Jurassic Park nods, especially since like remember the raptor chases in the in the, the raptor chase, the raptor yes. chases in the the kitchen Fantastic. and stuff. Fantastic. A lot of that like lighting and like Spielberg esque like action was happening in this movie. Yeah, someone took notes. Someone took notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, so she's electrocuted. She's revived and fine. And this is where yeah. they're all in front. And Vanessa's like, if you ever bring Abby back, uh, back here, I will shoot you. Um, yeah. And then his motivation is he has to come back because he's got to talk to the ghost uh, children of the corn and find yeah. out if he, if he can find out what happened there. So he actually decides to call his aunt and have her babysit. Uh, and possibly, uh, yeah, do this. And, and then Abs yeah. or Abby sees this, and she's like, "I hate you! I hate you so much!" Yeah, because she did find the papers, uh, yeah. the, the 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 custody papers that she didn't yeah. uh, agree with. So she thinks that because she she did worship Mike, she was drawing pictures of him, and she likes him, even yeah. though they're kind of like uh, estranged. But that's because she's a little weird. Uh, but I think uh, I don't know. I think I think everyone's motivations, and and once we figure out what what's up with Vanessa, like. Yeah. Uh, it all makes sense in the context of this movie. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't so wild that, that this movie could be a movie. Like like it was, you know, barring these freaking animatronic monsters were not real. If this happened in real life, you could actually be like, okay, these are tangible people. They I can get it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how real life this movie can be. But yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, there's there's, there's some pseudo something going on there. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll go, we'll go with that far enough. But anyway, uh, so uh, all this is going on, um, and uh, this is where, and we're approaching the fifth night here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where Mike has a dream where he is um, 
in the forest, but now he's with his family, like completely, like like nothing happened. Yeah. And his mom and his dad, uh, who are you know like now estranged, they're like, "Come here, have a seat with us." And he sees his like long well, lost brother. Well, and the thing is, we forgot to mention that in these dreams, Mike is his current self. So he's he's the current age. We see him as a current representation of himself. And I think we gloss over the fact that his mom had actually passed away, and then that's when the dad dipped on all of them. So he's getting to see what his past was and he wants it to be his current thing that's his dream mm-hmm. is to live then yeah and then and then the main like children child of the corn this blonde kid is like this could be real this could be life forever you yeah, just have to get lives us- in the blum house yeah you yeah this isn't real but it could be what is this this isn't what i asked for that's what you want no I just, I just want to find the man that... You're lying. You want to save Garrett. That's why you're really here. To change what happened. You just have to give us what, what we want. And then Mike's like, what is it? I'll give you anything. We want Abby. You know? Um, so and then he touches his brother's hair. Like his little brother that got taken from him. Um, he, uh, he brushes his hair and he's like, oh man. And, but the moment he strikes, strokes his hair... He gets replaced by Abby, and he's like, "No, no, I can't give you Abby." Yeah, and, and then they get all mad, and he gets kicked down. By the way, when I, yeah. I'm just gonna tangent this for a second. I think my favorite joke in the first Deadpool, yeah, <laughs> was was Ryan Reynolds before he turned to Deadpool. Like you know, he was always like kind of like a thug for hire. Yeah, uh, he he woke up from a bad dream, ironically. And he goes, "Oh man, I had a nightmare." He's like, "What happened to your nightmare?" I had this nightmare that. I kidnapped Liam Neeson's daughter and he just wasn't having it. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> Dude, I need to rewatch that. I don't even remember that. That's I think that ridiculous. was like, I think that was the one scene that I busted up laughing at the end of no one else. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. That's a good callback. What, what do, what do, uh, what do hitmen fear the most? Ooh, you know, like, what? <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> he, just, oh, he just wasn't having it. But anyway. Just, <laughs> so good. Uh and speaking of hitmen taking people into the night. Yeah. Um he goes back uh that night, the fifth night, and that's when he's uh you know they're trying to do this. But they capture him and try to put him the, the robots well, he, capture him. Well he takes he, this idiot gets over he goes there. Yeah. And then he goes and he takes a freaking sleeping pill. Well, yeah, he took a sleeping pill so he can make the deal, right? Yeah. Um, but then when he recanted on the deal, that's when they tried to put him in a saw trap, like the, yeah. the guy in the first one. And he, you know, he's about to get like turned into, you know, <laughs> Fozzie Pizza as it is. Weird one was like a weird little French girl animatronic. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. There's a lot of they, like they were really they were cute, and then they get scary fast. Yeah. Um, especially because they're filled with saw traps. For some reason. Well, I guess we figured out why later. But anyway, yeah. um, so he manages to escape and is and is injured pretty badly and is picked up by Vanessa, who also is an AMT apparently. Mm-hmm. And while this is happening, Freddy the robot um, mm-hmm. is actually, um, he apparently took a taxi to- uh, Yeah, to her house. To, 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 the, to Mike's house, uh, Mike and Abby's house, murders the aunt. And yeah. then just casually picks up the Abby and is like, time to go. And like, he doesn't say anything, but like, yeah, and Abby, just, well, Abby sees her and the, sees her feet. And the, the kid, I guess, is in this body is like, 
oh, she's sleeping. She's tired now. We should go in the taxi. <laughs> well, who was talking? It was it was the ghost kid. It was the ghost kid. Yeah, because yeah. I remember them communicating. That's right. They're all waiting for you. It's time to go play. Silly Jane. She fell asleep. And yeah, then, the ghost kids communicate. And then uh, you know, having made like a B horror movie in my past, I kind of yeah. do remember just making the feet. You know, so they can walk. Yeah, I remember seeing the animatronic feet, like like the Terminator, like walking, like throughout. Yeah, this I thing. did too, man. It was it, great. I liked like seeing it just like kind of walking back and forth. You know, uh, I I, I just dug these like B movie animatronics, and uh, it was just pretty good. Um, so they, they they she's like, "How are we gonna leave?" And the taxi's still waiting for them. Okay. Apparently, I get maybe he walked there the first time and they were gonna taxi back. I don't know if it was a different taxi, but uh, yeah. but but the taxi driver's like, "Oh my god!" Like, uh, like he freaks out, but still manages to take them back to the pizzeria. Yeah. Uh so that was nice. Uh so he takes them. So now now Vanessa and Mike are are triaging and and they're they're gonna do it over. Uh and then uh. I don't know if this is where we learn who the yellow bunny is, but they're always talking about the yellow bunny. The yellow yeah, bunny. So, pro- yeah, this is where we learn who the yellow bunny is. And if you didn't see this coming from a freaking mile away, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> but but throughout the movie, everyone's talking about the yellow bunny, like it's scaring yeah. them. And the yellow bunny is controlling them. The yellow bunny because they're they're not in essence the bad guy. The yellow yeah. bunny is the bad guy of this movie. Yeah, we keep referring every time we we bring him up. Uh, like in the movie, or he's brought up. It cuts to a, a very rudimentary coloring and drawing of the yellow bunny holding kids' hands. Obviously, all these kids are the kids that have gone missing in the eighties, and he, they're happy. They're all happy. And it's one picture that we keep going back to. By the way, and the, that makes a huge, huge impact. By the way, the opening credits of the movie were kind of like repurposed, like. Tetris music. I don't know if you count that too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Immediately. Because I remember playing old school Tetris because, like I said, old school NES, old school Game Boy yeah, back in the day. Game Boy. Yeah. That was the first game I ever bought on the Game Boy. Or oh, it came with it. Me. It came with the Game Boy, right? Yeah. <laughs> that one that I got Mortal Kombat was great. Oh, dude. Not too bad. So <laughs> Not too bad. <laughs> too bad. Oh. <laughs> There was a movie we didn't watch because they said it was bad, but I wanted to watch it, but everyone, everyone unanimously said it's bad. <laughs> Apple Plus, Apple Plus just seems to make bad movies. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, one is coming out in theaters. I don't know which one it is. I keep forgetting. Yeah, but anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, back to uh, this movie. Uh, they, uh, they, 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 so they all set up for the main finale. Yeah, and uh, just a lot of shenanigans, a lot of get away from her, and a lot of, a lot of that yeah. stuff going on. Well, no, no, we we skipped over the fact that uh, that Vanessa finally breaks down and tells tells mike what's happening while she's you know taking care of him yes and she provides tasers which of course they're animatronics they're electronic she's like these they won't stop them forever but they'll stop them just enough i think that might be mechanic in the game the tasers they gotta be um, they gotta be but but she doesn't go with them originally there's a chase and she ends up in the ball pit like we said the abby ends up yeah. in the ball pit it chases them some more and then uh Mike is able to, uh, you know, slow some of them down, and then then yeah. Vanessa shows up, and she's able to uh, slow some of them down. But then, uh, this is going to gloss over the the reveal here. Yeah, the, yeah. The the uh, reveal is that the yellow rabbit, who we haven't met yet, by the way. Yeah, uh, at all. is her dad, right? 
we just know that he's my dad. Here, yeah. Here's me with the yellow rabbit like when we were kids. and like, you know, Dude, it's like a power suit, man. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's a mech suit. Yeah, he's so <laughs> strong. He kicks Mike in the face. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he takes off his mask while they're all fighting. And guess who it is? Steve Raglan. A.K.A. <laughs> Matthew Lillard. <laughs> yeah. And did you notice like, Whoa. that uh, he had like a knife at one point and he did the ghost face? Dude, yes. That's ghost face knife clean. I will get to that. But my God, when he did that and he had the that drooling look in his face, that the same thing he did when he saw in Scream. I was like, he's back. <laughs> yeah. What did he say in Scream? What was it again? No, it was just he was so like. Doing Scream he's stuff. Like, he's like, you didn't get it. You didn't see it or something like that. And he, Like the way his face looked. I'm like, he did it. He did the face. Yeah, where were you been, Matthew Lillard? Yeah, man. <laughs> Killing stuff. Killing stuff in jail. I can't wait to see being, him. Uh, he was being uh, shaggy, dude. Uh, but that was like still 20 years ago. That was a long time ago. That I was like that first one in theaters, man. Oh, that was crazy. I'm sorry. It didn't look like Scooby-Doo, I, though. It looked like Charlie's Angels version of Scooby-Doo. It wasn't that bad. Okay. I'll say that right now. The first one, I was actually laughing a lot. Okay. Have I seen it since then? No, not at all. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> nor do you want to. Uh, but anyway, uh, lots of screen references. Uh, and then they managed yeah. to convince the, the 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 main Freddy robots. Uh, you well, know, I, this is this is after um, Matthew Lillard's character Steve Ragland stabs his daughter right in the freaking gut, who ends up in a coma. By the way, yeah, um, yes, she does stabs her in the gut. And then what happens? And then that's when they, they uh, I think Mike convinces the kids that it's him who's manipulating you. You guys are all kids. You were all innocent. Oh, yeah. That's when Abby draws, because Abby's been drawing this whole movie. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, she's been drawing every scene that Mike has been dreaming, apparently. Yes. And there's no real explanation as to why or how it's happening. The Shining. Or how she sees it. Yeah. So we're that's what I referred to. I was like, okay, it's The Shining. It's The Shining. <laughs> We've been there. The references are here in the movie. And come play and with she, us, Danny. Yeah, pretty much, man. And she goes ahead and draws the freaking she just speech, which was great. That cutscene of her drawing was it was like a fast and furious. She's just putting a car together really quick. <laughs> or even Mario, where they're putting together go-karts together real quick. You know, there was a scene. It was a great cutscene, man. In uh Nightmare on Elm Street. It was Shaun of the Dead. It was Shaun of the Dead. Sorry. I, yeah, maybe. Uh, but I remember there was this, oh yeah the, whoosh, whoosh, the, the quick yeah. cuts so that's the Sam Raimi s cut by the way uh, with the Evil Dead them building the uh, them building the chainsaw and the and the cars and everything yeah also kind of reminded me of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street five the dream child yeah. where the girl she was trying to get into like a picture so she drove she drew just like a series like you know like the the restroom female with the head and the triangle and the two arms and the two legs oh man yeah. i vaguely remember that that's crazy <laughs> and then she ended up yeah. in the dream it kind of reminded rhyme, that too but she she abby drew sad uh sad kids with the with the yellow bunny yeah the yellow bunny had a blade that was covered in blood and all the kids had slashes on them with x's on their eyes yeah because what happened was these animatronics in order for them to get the move they needed people in them and the people had to have souls and he hid the bodies of kids who went missing in the animatronics so in them is that i was waiting for it to open and then you see like a skull in there (sighs) yeah it never happened man we never got it so we got it yeah we never we never got the big reveal uh and maybe this movie should have been rated r um maybe yeah it, it was borderline man 
was pretty borderline. It was borderline, but I really wanted to see some blood and guts, but it's okay. Yeah. A, a, a true slasher. Yeah, but it's okay. It did, it did, it did well. Like I said, we com- we're comparing this to the Haunted Mansion, which uh, yeah. had zero charisma, zero character value. By the way, all those characters seem very fake and wooden. Uh, fun as an ensemble, but not fun individually. Whereas this one, uh, every character had some mo- some time to shine. I think, and I think even the animatronics. Yeah, yeah, even the animatronics, even the villains, even Matthew Lillard. By the way, Matthew Lillard. I was thinking, like, you know, what's he doing with his life? Like in the movie, I mean, like the character. Yeah. Uh, he started a staffing company, and like I knew a dude who got rich from starting a staffing company. So like, there's money in that too, you know? It's crazy. Uh, so something I get to think about, man. Something yeah. to think about. Labor. <laughs> Everybody needs it to do stuff. <laughs> Moves the world, man. Moves the world. Um, but anyway, the the robots turn on the yellow rabbit, which is the, yeah. and, and then the saw trap starts. Remember the, the the she put the broomstick in and snapped those bear traps started like enclosing in on Matthew Litter. He's like, oh, it burns. Oh, it hurts. Yeah. And and you see it. That's the thing. You see. So this is one of the scenes where you actually see blood mm-hmm. happening, not just as a past tense it happened, and you see it. Not it hypothetical was the blood thing going. Yeah, it was actually going in and breaking his ribs and like, like it was killing him. I always come back. Yeah, so so that happened. Uh, he gets dragged away. Dragged away like the penguin in Batman Returns. Uh, Mike and Abby escape. Vanessa uh, is in a coma, and then they're patching them up. Uh, and I think it just sort of ends with uh, Mike uh, happy with uh, Abby. And uh, she's like, maybe one day we should go back to the pizzeria and like say hi to them again. And he's yeah. like, I don't think so. Uh, and then we have a, and then we have a, uh, uh, after credits scene. Well, we see Vanessa in the. There's a couple of things. We see Vanessa yeah. in the hospital. We don't know if she, if she's okay. If she ever come out of her coma. Yeah. Then we cut to uh, after uh, Abby says, uh, "We should go back and visit one day." Then we cut to Matthew Lillard. Uh, oh yeah, in the kitchen. In the where kitchen, the first death occurred. Still kind of like, <laughs> but like a little more jacked up than he was before. Right? Yeah. But apparently can't walk, so we, we'll, we'll see what happens to him. Then we get to the after credit scene. Yes. <laughs> it was the taxi driver because the taxi driver always lives right and he's on what was he was he sleeping he was sleeping he was right? like sleeping or waiting yeah i think he was sleeping and he had like a thing on his eyes and he hears his taxi door open and shut and then he looks over and it's a stupid like monkey doll thing with yeah. the drum with the symbols in its hand scares the bejesus out of him as it has been scaring mike the entire time yeah he's been approved he's been appearing uh, here and there uh and then we don't really know him or his backstory but he yeah uh he's definitely a uh a character and then that's how this movie ends but did you go to the end credits the full end yeah i mean i I went i'd skimmed through it i didn't know if there was anything else uh at the very end there's not a post post credit sequence but there is a audio cue Really? And it was a speak and spell voice that said F I N D M E, which is says find me, I think. Yeah. Uh, and, what? And I, th- and, and uh, the only animatronic that really talked yeah. was the yellow rabbit. I don't think that was the yellow rabbit, which was Matthew Lillard, right? Yeah. I think it was one of two people. It was either 
Uh, Mike's brother. By the way, the yellow rabbit did kill Mike's brother. We glossed over that too. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he was there. Uh, he was either yeah. Mike's brother or it was uh, Vanessa the cop in in some robot form. Dude, so I, I mean, I, I, like this thing ended with you're for sure gonna get part two. There has to be. There's no way. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how this does. Um, it's uh, it just came out when we when we record this, and it's getting. I don't know, kind of mixed reviews, but I think maybe that's because it's not, I don't know how closely tied to the video game it is, or maybe it is too yeah. closely tied, but I thought it was fine. I think people are just a little too, uh, too man. I think people are just a little too snooty these days, which is why we formed the show to be positively skewed and not, yeah. not, not assume every movie is Lawrence of the Arabia. Lawrence of yeah, Arabia. In which movie do we see that one? Something of the Ghostland with Nick Cage. Prisoners of the Ghostland with Nick Cage. <laughs> we saw that movie for you guys. We so saw the shit it. out of that movie. Yeah, that movie had a lot of things going on. That was intense, but I still think the worst movie we've seen yet uh, is actually Pinocchio, Disney's Pinocchio. Oh man, forgot that, about that movie. That was such I, a bad movie. That Tom was Hanks. the worst. But anyway, uh, I am, like I said at the beginning of this show, I'm going to give it a B. Five Nights at Freddy's is a solid PG-13 horror movie with some creepy atmospheric tones. What makes this movie work is how simple and believable the character stakes are and how you can sympathize with both the heroes and the villains. Dude, I got to agree. I'm going to I'm going to up it a little bit. I'm going to give this one a B+. I said this movie was one the one I've been waiting for. I'm rarely ever excited for a slasher, but this movie delivered. If it wasn't for moments where the plot felt a little forced and clunky, this would be an A. I said while I was able to see the twist coming a mile away it sure was great to see matthew lillard return as a murderous maniac with his signature fervor for mayhem with a blade i just wanted more of it i needed more matthew lillard so i'm really excited for if there's ever going to be a part two i need it well from what i remember there were a lot of pre there's a lot of prequels and a lot of like there is a lot of lore uh, yeah. to this um and and then uh you know like maybe like the robot is the security guard and that, that's why i said like at the beginning yeah. maybe that happened in the future you know and that, yeah and this movie uh is it just me or did it feel kind of timeless did it take place in the late 90s did it take place that, in the late you know what? so i was watching it and i'm just looking at the clothing well one the, his sister was wearing like everything 80s or, or early 90s at anything and, and you know, nothing looked too old. Even the cruisers felt like they were kind of in the early 90s. The cars, I mean, the, like this may have taken place either in the early 90s or in the mid-2000s, just judging by the... And were there Honda smartphones? Accord. I don't remember. I, you know what? I'm gonna, That's the thing. We saw a house phone. We didn't see any smartphones that I yeah, can recall. Yeah, right. There were a lot of house phones, a lot, a lot of simple stuff. Which no. I like. So I don't know if it was being timeless in the movie or when it was being made, they were like, you know what? Let's remove things that are with the current time, so that when people watch it, they're not really referencing a certain space. If I, if I, uh, there's, there's two things uh, that, 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 that I think shouldn't be utilized in movies. Uh, maybe just one, depending on how I edit this. Uh, the first is smartphones. I feel like smartphones take you out of the movie, and I miss the time yeah. where there were no smartphones. You can have simple texts in a movie. Yeah, you can have. Uh, a to B like phone calls, but I kind of miss the gravity of a flip phone. And then sometime in movies, yeah. like you get that. And uh, in this movie, you definitely got the gravity of like the f uh, not everyone is uh, is a, is a touch uh, hello you know, yeah. <laughs> Google and, and something is, away. Yeah, like I was saying, I don't I don't know if you caught that, but we have a black phone in the security station, 
and then we have in his house we have the standard regular phone and it's just like that both ring both and from what i can recall those were the only phones used in the movie yeah super simple i know he, he was actually kind i know he called like max a bunch of times trying to get her to babysit but she was cut in half somewhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was resting easy man yeah she was uh sleeping in pieces yeah rest in pieces um <laughs> Uh, she peaced out. Yeah, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jimmy the drummer, where have you been? <laughs> uh. Uh, but anyway, I think I think it's good. Check it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you know, at the same, it's time, on Peacock, man. Pay for a month, stream it. If you haven't tried it before, get the free thing for a freaking week. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's there. All of our movies are on Peacock, so you can check it out. And you know, maybe I'm going to check out the video game, and you know, we'll, we'll do some video game reviews as time goes on as well. That has been our hot take on Five Nights at Freddy's. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you get your information. We are everywhere. I'm your host, Mark Rubalcaba, joined once again by Mr. Ail Panetta. We'll catch you next time. Oh, no, Freddy. <laughs>